on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Lauren, uh, it's Joey and Lauren. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like the 90s fashion is is back, right? Like oh, ni- yeah. 90s fashion is in, right? Uh, a lot of the 90s fashion okay. is most definitely in. Like the lighter, baggier jeans. Like people don't wear skinny jeans anymore and all that yeah, stuff. And even just like, uh, like the tie-dye and the scrunchies and yeah. the chokers. And I've seen... Men with like some baggier flannel now, like kind of back in the nineties. Yeah, you're trying to look like Jonathan Taylor Thomas or like Leo hey, DiCaprio. Huge crush beginning. on both of those. JTT. I don't even know what he's JTT doing now. JTT was a hottie, and yeah. so was uh, Leo back in the day. I mean, he's still handsome now, but back in the day, young Leonardo DiCaprio. Young Leo or handsome. young Brad Pitt? Who do you like more? Well, that's or a y- good how about young point. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, remember he was he was uh, best no. friends with Leo. Yeah, best friends as Toby kids. Toby Maguire, was? yeah, they were they were good friends as kids and like in Why high school. I so, know yeah, that? did acting classes and uh, one ended up being Seabiscuit and the other <laughs> ended up being one of the greatest actors of all time. You know, like wow, well, okay, yeah. that's very interesting. Uh, well, apparently, not only '90s style is back, but '90s food trends are coming back. And uh, this is food trends projecting into the next year or so. You're talking like trends, not food items, like I'm Dunkaroos talking, or something. No, no, no. I'm talking like, yes, like pizza bagels and 90s food trends, like Fluffernutter sandwiches ah. and the peanut butter and jelly. So they say okay. that actually nostalgia for 90s clothing is bringing back an uptick in 90s food. You know what this is? This is all the elder millennials that are just missing out on the glory days. This we is... got to bring back all of our clothing. We got to bring back all of our yeah. food. Yeah, this is, oh, I'm so lazy and I don't want to get judged for eating a Hot Pocket. So we'll say that it's coming back because that's what it is. It's you want to <laughs> eat a pizza roll, but you're judged. I mean, a grown adult eating a pizza roll, there's problems with that. Unless you say it's trendy and then it's cool, or you you give it a, a nicer name, like a yeah, it's a like an Italian. Uh, it's a mini uh, calzone. A, yeah, like a, an, an Italian petite. bread pastry, yeah, yeah. a petite yeah. bread. It's a it's a it's a petite <laughs> calzone filled with cubed pepperoni, <laughs> melty cheese, and molten lava sauce. It'll burn your face off. I was always team pizza bagel, way over pizza roll. By the way. For real? For real. Dang, that is a shocking statement. No, pizza bagels. Very shocking pizza statement. Pizza bagels were way better than pizza rolls. And what you wow. do with the pizza bagel is you would actually get two of them, and then you just flip one on the other end, mm-hmm. and you'd have a pizza bagel sandwich. Nah, pizza rolls were a huge thing in my family. We got the knockoffs, the store-bought yeah, 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 yeah. version. Sure. But pizza rolls, it's the easiest thing. My mom, are you kidding me? She just but popped them on the thing and was like, here you go, kids. It was Dinner such a, for the it was, fourth time this night. It was night. such a wild card. It was a roulette. Will my face melt off or will I bite into an ice cube? Have That's the problem with the pizza roll. Have I told you what I used to roll. do with the pizza rolls? You probably like deep fried them or something. No, 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 no. We'd cook them in the oven as directed. But when I would eat them and have them <laughs> as on, directed, my, <laughs> on my plate. I'd follow the conventional <laughs> oven rules. Okay, this is really weird. I take the pocket. So imagine the pizza roll, a little thing, a yeah, little yeah. fluff square. I bit off one corner, yeah, and then I would suck the stuff out of it. I would suck all the pizza stuff out of it. I'm so glad I didn't know <laughs> you when you were the, 10. Until the little pocket was empty, and then I would peel the pocket open to where it was like open face. You would, you would like would dissect it. it like a frog in science <laughs> class, you sick freak. And then I would eat the flap of bread at the end. You would suck out the innards of a pizza roll. I would suck out the innards oh. of a pizza roll. Would you do the same with a Hot Pocket? 
Never. I've not done it. No. It's only for the delicate cuisine that is pizza rolls. A uh, kid in my school growing up in junior high, his mom was the science teacher. And I still remember he burnt his mouth in a hot pocket. He threw it across the room and screamed and cried to his mom. Oh, True story. It's a scary kid. thing. Also, why do they even make hot pockets that aren't pepperoni? Does anybody actually eat the ham and cheese? Or the light hot pockets. What are those called? Oh, yeah. The, the ones that are healthy. Oh, my gosh. What it's are like they It's like the called? garlic white chicken. They like had a the, garlic like white chicken spinach choice. one. Yeah. I feel like a lean lean pocket. That's what it lean was. Lean pocket. Yeah, exactly. Where they're like, uh, don't worry. This this has been a fried dough ball, but it's with wheat dough. Don't worry. You're going to be losing weight in no time. <laughs> so 90s food trends are coming back. So get ready. I did have a Dunkaroo dip the other day. I bought it at the store. It was one of those guilty no plays. Yeah, yeah. I was in the checkout, and it was by, like, the Reese's Cups and everything, and it was literally little crackers and Dunkaroo dip, and it was incredible. Some of the candies from back in the day, they blow my mind. Oh, so I think, like, Fun Dip, you take a piece of candy, stick it in more candy, and suck the candy off of that candy, and then you had, were they Wonder Balls? What were Wonder, they? Wonder Balls, the yeah. The chocolate balls that you would eat, and then inside was, was candy. candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the best, though. Baby bottle pop. Yeah. Baby bottle pop. Same thing. It's a baby bottle pop. Or ring pops were great, too. They still have all these, by the way. Yeah. This isn't any new No, news. I know, but what I'm saying is now it's cool. They so. need to bring back, if they haven't already, the Kool-Aid, whatever they're called. You know what I'm talking Kool-Aid about. Kool-Aid squeezers. Jammers. Squeezers. Squeezers or jammers. Squeeze it. Squeeze, squeeze it. Squeeze it. Yeah. Yes. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren's trending stories. The beloved M&M's, the candy brand, and your icons, your M&M mascots are getting a new look. So you know the M&M's. You've got the redo of M&M. Well, you've got the the red and the um, the yellow one. They're like the most popular in the the commercials. The yellow one's the dumb one. He's the peanut one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, (laughs) the red one's the cool one. He's like, come on. Yeah, and then you've got you've also got orange, brown, green, and blue. Okay. Now they are getting a new look, mostly to their shoes. Okay, here are some of the noticeable changes. <laughs> green no longer is going to be wearing her go-go boots. Instead, she's going to be wearing sneakers because they don't want to over-sexualize the green M&M. They feel like, oh, we've made her a little wait, too hotty. I mean... The green M&M is kind of sexy, low key. Oh like, God. like, hold on a second. Wait there, a second. There was a, no. no. Wait, yes, yes. Look, hold on. You wanted to marry Mickey Mouse, <laughs> so can I just say that when I was a kid and that M&M commercial came on with the green I do one, love yes, she's kind of hot. The before and after picture of the green M&M, <laughs> the before picture, she's like all posed, all like, ooh, yeah. And then the, the next one, she's just standing normal, which I actually think is fine. I think it's great. No, let her I wear think tennis shoes. Let her wear tennis shoes. Don't be it's creepy. fine. Don't be creepy. But I'll be honest. Yeah, I thought the green M&M was kind of was sexy back in no, the day. No more go-go boots for yeah, her. Okay. Also, Brown, which is the other female M&M. Yeah. Um, she's, she's got glasses, gonna be, right? Yep. She wears glasses, and she's going to be wearing lower, more sensible heels. Like, her heels were, her heels were a little taller. They're a little shorter now, more like wedges. Okay. Oh boy! More I, like kitten heels. I mean, this had to be decisions to be made because obviously there's people out there that are like, man, that brown M M&M and M is right. so gorgeous. And red and yellow, both of them, their shoes and now have laces. They didn't have laces before. Orange's shoelaces are no longer untied because you can't have that. And then yeah. blue, the blue M and M's shoes uh, now look more kind of like Uggs. Their their shoes were untied. I guess so. I had I'm never looking, noticed that. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it now. They had untied shoes. Never noticed it before. How long do you think this meeting and decisions took? Like, there are how many people in a corporate office yeah. were involved? What was with that like, boardroom with situation? Like, with, like, slides of, like, all right, here's the previous shoes. 
We're going to switch those out. And, like, was this a back and forth? Like, the CEO was up all night thinking about go-go boots? <laughs> like, M&M go-go boots? We need a big change. What's it going to be? Nope, not a new flavor of M&Ms that people will buy. And I guarantee you. Let's just change the mascot. Someone on the internet is having an outrage right now. Being like, well, I'll never support M&Ms again. Probably. They uh, that's took away anything. my girl's heels. <laughs> I don't know. Did you hear this? whole thing with Adele. She had to cancel her I, I saw shows the in video. Vegas yeah. or postpone. It's actually really sad. She cried through a lot of this video. She revealed the news that they are going to have to postpone her Las Vegas residency if you yeah. haven't seen this yet. Um, it's basically over COVID. So she's crying through it because they've had so many shipment delays, yeah, all so many stuff. setup delays on, on, the, on the show and on the stage. Half of her crew has been sick, and they're not going to be ready in time. She says, my but shows are not ready in time. She did this about 24 hours that's before what I was gonna the say. first show. I, you know, I watched the video, and you can tell, like, this isn't this isn't fake outrage by her. She's she's really upset mm-hmm. about it. She really, I mean, you, she is crying. Well, she like, said. She's bawling her eyes out. I think she said, you know, I'm so, I'm so sorry it's so last minute. We've been yeah. awake for 30 hours trying yeah, to scramble. So, and- I mean, it is weird because I'm like, I can't imagine what changed to make it 24 hours before, but I mean, imagine yeah. flying into Vegas. You're ready to go. You're Adele. Opening and, night. And if Caesar's you're going, Palace. yeah, if you're going to Adele on opening night in Vegas, you are probably a giant fan. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's got to be some tough news to find out. But yeah. you're in Vegas at least. I mean, it's not like she opened it up in Des Moines and then you're stuck there. <laughs> That is true. At like least she opened it in Vegas. There's other things to do. Yeah. But yet, it, it kind of sucks. It was sad to watch. But she says, we're just not ready in time. So stay yeah, tuned. You got to do what you got to do. See what happens. Um, the new Batman with Robert Pattinson. Didn't really have an interest in seeing this, but I really don't now. After hearing it will be the longest Batman film ever. Oh. At nearly three hours. Oh, two man, hours and 55 stop. minutes. We have got to shorten movies. I'm serious. We've got to make them shorter because I am getting really, uh, to me, keep it to two to two and a half. Two and a half is like the longest I want to go. But uh, the Avengers, I love Marvel Endgame movies. was but three hours and one minute. It was three hours long. Yep. And I'm sorry, that's just too long. Now, that might include credits um, because I think with this Batman one, they're saying eight minutes of that is credits, I think. But but still, like that's a long it's a long it's movie. It's a long time to keep my attention. So it's got to be really entertaining because sometimes the movie's like, they just kind of drop off. Yep. There's some slow parts. And I'm like, okay, you didn't really need that. You didn't need that also, either. Also, when you got kids, you're so I'm used to movies being like an hour and 20 minutes. Like, bada boom, bada bing. Give me a couple of songs and get me out of here. I think you just don't bring your kids to movies like that. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine trying to sit <laughs> a six-year-old movies. down for a three-hour Batman movie. A man is accused of stealing an $8,000 guitar by stuffing it down his pants because that's the easiest way to get away with a guitar. Just put it in your pants. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a guitar in my pants. Yeah, the uh, surveillance video has been released. How big were your pants? I know. You Jinko gotta, jeans? Yeah. Did you borrow a <laughs> pair of jeans from Shaq? Like, how did you get a guitar in your pants? And there's probably a really big guitar. I mean, $8,000 guitar. Yeah. Wow. And those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up. It's Joey and Lauren. We are trying to get Mark on a second date. It is make up or break up. Lauren, you would love this. Skiing on a first date. You would I'm love that. I'm down for it. Uh, well, totally. okay. I love skiing. It's been way too long since I've been. Yeah. My skis are super dusty. But that's not dinner and but drinks. You're right. I mean, it's, that's something else. It's a more involved date. You think about the drive up. 
the drive down, yeah. the time on the hill. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. much all day date. Yeah, that's that's the other thing too, right? I mean, you can't just cut it off in an hour and a half. I mean, you're not mm-hmm. even doing anything then. So let's talk it's, to Mark. It's risky for a first date. Yeah. I will say that. Hello, Mark. Tell us about the skiing date with Teresa. Hey guys, thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought it went great. Me and Teresa met online on like Instagram. Actually, we were just kind of DMing each other mm, about okay. you know our interests, and uh, you know, skiing came up. We both been skiing. We both love it. So I figured that'd be a great idea for first date. I like it. Awesome. Taking a stab in the dark there. You know, she's she's done it before. It's a common interest. So I think that's actually, that's good of you to plan a date doing that because it shows that you're interested in something that she's interested in too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I, to be honest, I thought it went really well. We, you mm-hmm. know, drove up, got a good amount of time to talk, you know, there kind of going up, talking about what we like about it and, you know, finding mm-hmm. out about each other and on the ski lift, got a great talk there and a nice view, and then, you know, we started skiing and have fun, and and I thought everything was going great. I, personally, I mean, I've never really not had fun skiing, to be honest, so yeah. I had a great time. I mm-hmm. love the stuff. Yeah. And, uh, okay. You know, and then, we so we did that. We were there, you know, for much of the day, and then we drive back, and she just seems, you know, like a little quieter, like she doesn't want to talk so much, which I thought was weird, because that's kind of, you know, when we get to talk, so... I don't know. She just seemed kind of colder after the date. I don't know why. So on the on the ride home, you're saying, like the car ride home? Yeah, exactly. Got Way it. different than the car ride up. She was very, you know, personable and talkative with me on the mm-hmm. ride up. But as we left, it just seemed like something changed. I don't know. She okay. met a ski instructor up at the top named Sven, and she Stop. fell in love with him. And <laughs> she feels bad, but she needed to get back to her house. So she's yeah, just right. thinking about this ski instructor. I'm no. actually thinking a couple of things here, Mark. Um, I'm thinking, all right, so she totally shut down. Maybe she is just pooped. She is so tired yeah. because it kind of takes a lot of energy out of you, especially if you fall a lot and you're out there in the sun and the snow. Also, did you factor in any food? Did you guys stop and eat at any point at uh, like the lodge or something? Point. Because if she was you, starving and felt like maybe it wasn't really a date and you didn't feed her, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> feed me. I'm angry when I'm not fed. You know, we didn't. I We, we actually talked about on the way up there that we were going to get some food afterwards. But then as we were leaving, you know, the hill and I said like, hey, do you want to get some food on your way home? She said no. She just wanted to go straight home. So, so I'm wondering I if she was pooped. Oh. I mean, maybe she was just pooped tired. But then again, you would think a couple days later because you've been texting and she will not respond. I've got no answer so far. And, She's yeah, still pooped. I don't know what's going on. She's so tired maybe. from skiing, she can't talk for five days. That's maybe the problem. Maybe she was thawing. Like, maybe she was so cold on the mountain that she just needed time to defrost during the drive home. Are we, are we throwing out the idea that she fell in love with a ski instructor named Sven at the top of the hill? We're throwing There's that no away? Way. All right, fine. No All right, way. so, Mark, let's do this, man. Uh, let's take a break. Let's come back. You stay with us. Let's call Teresa, and let's figure out what's going on with this ski date, all right? That'd be great. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time to make up or break up. It's Joey and Lauren. We are trying to get Mark on a second date. It's make up or break up. He went out with Teresa. Here's the story. They met on Instagram. They chatted for a while. DM'd. Is that the, that's how you say Slid it? They into each other's DMs. Yeah. They both got talking about likes and dislikes. They both like skiing. Yes. He loves skiing. And he says, let's do it. First date. So he took her skiing. So he said, car ride up to the hill. Awesome. Great time mm-hmm. going up to the mountain. Awesome conversation. Skiing was a blast. On the way back, it felt like a different person. Now, you brought up two things. First, maybe she's just tired, right? A full day of skiing. And that's just a long time on a first date. It's like, a lot of energy. That's a really long time on a you first know, date. You know, I feel like you 
Is expend the right word? You expend a lot yeah. of energy, even on a first date alone, just getting Feeling to know like each other and yourself. talking and making a good impression, let alone actually physically expending yeah. a lot of energy while you're skiing. We've got Teresa's number. We need to get her side of things. Hello? Hello, is this Teresa? Uh, yeah, this is. Teresa, this, this is, is this is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. How are you? Oh, um, I'm good. Uh, how are you guys? Good. Hi. So you've heard of the show good. before? Uh, yes, I have. Okay. Um, but you're never very thought that you guys would be calling confused. me. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we're actually calling you on behalf of Mark. Mark is a fan of our show, and he oh. took you on oh. a date. Remember him? You guys went skiing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember him. Okay, yeah. all right, perfect. This is good. So he wants to know basically why you're not texting him back. He had such a good time with you on your first date. He says he took you skiing, but he noticed on the drive down from skiing that you kind of shut down, and he's a little worried that maybe something went wrong. Is there something that he did? So he asked us to call you to maybe figure out, pick up the pieces as to why you're not texting him back? Um, yeah. Well, since you asked. Um, yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, there was something a little off about the whole situation. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was fun. He was a cool guy. But um, probably not what I'm looking for. Um, it was just like, the whole, it, it didn't really seem like a date. It was more, I felt like I was one of like, the college guys like going on a ski trip with him you know what i mean uh-huh. like it mm-hmm. wasn't really like we met and he was taking me out on a date sort of thing like was there it was too no, casual like, or <laughs> yeah i would that's an easy way to put it i would say it was a little too casual like there was even a point in the night or in the day where like he well first of all he was way better of a skier than i was and i mean i'm always down to try any sport but i'm not a professional by any means and he was just, like, going down these super steep hills of snow, and I was just, like, tripping over my skis <laughs> and not looking very coordinated. And it was kind of embarrassing for me to begin with. And then I was, like, kind of waiting for him to, you know, turn around and be like, oh, my gosh, are you okay when I fell? But, no, he was already, like, completely down the hill. <laughs> even There was even at one point where he was, like, he, uh, like, hit me with his skis, and I got covered in snow, and he was, like, Eat my pow pow. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Eat my pow pow? Wait a minute. Yeah, like that's not very romantic. I didn't really so, feel like I was taken on a date. I felt like it was like trip. Okay, with, so he's like, like spraying road, you, you know? with snow. I know what you're talking about. So yeah, you carve like, out and you're like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's again, so I would do it with my buddies. you feel like this guy is somehow competition, not really interested in like the date side of it but really being i don't know he's like leaving you and stuff on the hill is that yeah i mean i don't know if like that's how he treats all of his dates or if he's just like not ready to actually be in a romantic relationship because none of the none of the experience was romantic it was just like got it it was Way like shredding, yeah, shredding down the mountain. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I mean, yeah. he was he was there to ski, and so you were picturing you get off the ski lift, you'd be holding hands, it'd be this nice little stroll, and we'd be like, woo! And he was like, "I'll meet you at the bottom." Yeah, yeah exactly. 
exactly. eat my pound okay. cake. <laughs> I was kind of embarrassed. And then I was like up there by myself and I didn't uh, feel very included. Yeah. I've been snowboarding where you fall off the ski lift, mm-hmm. you're tripping. It's embarrassing. I totally understand it's, where you're yeah. coming from. Some well, people though. did you say anything though? I mean, because you could, I mean. Well, he was way down not, the hill. I was just supposed to yell, hey. I was going to say not to give him a pass, but I'm also like, maybe he didn't realize you felt that way. So maybe you could have said, hey, why don't you, I don't know. I guess it's hard when he's so well, into it. Mean, maybe, but also like first impressions mean a lot to yeah. me, you know? Well, that's and, like, true. If he wanted to include me, then, and if he was really interested in actually spending time with me, sure. I don't feel the need to actually say something. Well, Teresa, this is what's interesting is um, I'm like you and Lauren's kind of like Mark. Lauren's a big skier where it's like, yeah, I'm here to carve it up. Like, I'm not here for anybody else. And yeah, I'm but like, you read the room. But you we read can, the mountain. We can spend time as a family. <laughs> Here's the deal, Teresa. Mark is actually with us, and we want to get his side of things and either defend himself or admit that he was wrong. Uh, I want to get first to the eat my pow pow line and spraying her with snow. I mean, when you get a good spray, it comes out, you know? Yeah. Okay. Come on, dude. Well, okay. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we, we went skiing. Like, and what was, you know, skiing is fast. It's inherently fast. So, like, when I ski, mm-hmm. I'm going to go as fast as I can. That's why it's fun, right? But you're on a date. Like, you, yeah. if she's falling down and you're at the bottom of the hill, she feels like it's not a date. Well, you know, I, I guess I didn't know. You know, because she said she likes skiing. And I guess when I when I hear you like skiing, it means you're good at it. Because I don't like anything I'm not good at. So I mean, it's I like, like skiing, I but I also like flying. gentlemen. You know what I mean? You could have been nice to me. It's true. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't realize I was. I didn't think about it like that. I, I thought you were kind of going at your own pace, but I didn't realize you were like, you know, falling and stuff. I, you know, that's, that's, I guess that is my You bad. didn't but, realize because you were halfway like, down the mountain. <laughs> Well, yeah, because I'm fast, and you know, by the time that I get down and then back up, you might still be where you are. So it's like I'll just be on the lap. Oh my god! I, I thought it was about spending time with each other. I didn't think it was about like being an Olympic skier. Totally on your free time, you know. Well, we talked on the way there, right? And I tried to talk to you on the way back. Yeah, but this is also like our first date. Like we don't just talk for ten minutes and then ditch me. Like it's supposed to be time to get to know another person, and you were getting to know the snow and not me so well it was pretty it was pretty choice out there i will say (laughs) so is there any way that we can resolve this at all listen mark i think maybe you underestimated the style of this date you thought it was going to be a lot more intense than obviously Teresa wanted which i kind of agree if i'm on a first date i want to be able to feel like i'm connecting with my date and not being left at the top of the mountain can we get past this can you guys go on a second date make amends Teresa, maybe we won't go skiing this time. Mark, maybe you could be more of a gentleman next time. I mean, if, you, if you're up for it, we don't have to do anything, you know, too fast or that I'm too no, good at. No, don't guess. say that. Just too say, good at? Just say, like, dinner. I mean, certainly don't go bowling or anything because I'm afraid Mark's going to be like, hey, I got a strike and you got a spare, you idiot. <laughs> I mean, honestly, no matter what he proposes, like I said, first impressions are really important okay. to me and I didn't really get the best one. Well, so. honestly, Mark, you should, you and Lauren should go carving because this sounds like Lauren where she I'm leaves down. me in the dust. I'm down. Anytime. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it's time for the Monday debate. This week, the Monday debate is hotel or Airbnb. It's a, it's a constant struggle all the time because we're thinking about weekend getaway for uh, our uh, 10-year wedding anniversary. And it's like, okay, do we do fancy hotel or do we do Airbnb, a little a little villa? It just depends. And I know you hate that with, with yeah, our show. The, that's I'm, not the rule. I always have to go back and forth and I can't figure it out. But to me, it just really depends because you could get 
burned on an Airbnb. You could show up to one that doesn't even exist. Yep, that's happened. Because that's happened before. You could also show up to one that looks nothing like it did in the photos. And you can't get your deposit back. You can also show up to one that wasn't cleaned properly. I mean, there's just a lot of things that with hotels, your safer bet if you go to a nice hotel is there is a safer bet that it's going to be clean. You're going to have nice linens. You're going to have, you know, it's just going to be a good experience. But, man, there's been a lot of strangers that have slept in that bed. Well, same with Airbnbs. Probably not as much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got maybe if it, it depends. Some Airbnbs, it's like. It's not an actual family's home. Like, they purchased another mm-hmm. property. Some people, it's like, no, that's their family home. So you're trying to sleep, and then you got the Johnson staring that's at you I mean. on the wall. So if you really get a nice Airbnb, I think Airbnb is the way to go because you can have the kitchen. You have a full space to use. You have living room. You have, a lot of times, the yard or any type of toys they want to offer. Sometimes, if it's by a lake, they give you canoes or tubes or whatever to use like out on the lake. There are huge perks at an Airbnb. Fully stocked kitchens with pots and pans and anything that you're going to need. But hotel it just, I think it's more comfortable because everybody's well, used to hotels staying in hotels. we've been doing hotels for years, yeah. Right. Almost so you, everyone stayed in a hotel You know before. the drill when you go to a hotel. Yeah. And it gets clean for you every day. So if you stay there for, you know, four or five days, your also, bed's going to get made every morning. Airbnbs, I'm constantly thinking they've set up cameras. I always think it's a super creepy family or super creepy person, and they have cameras, <laughs> and they spend... I mean, let's be honest. If I told you there was a show on Netflix, and all it was was a live cam of random Airbnbs all across the world, and you could just watch random families vacation, you don't oh tell gosh, me you would so watch weird. a little bit of that? I would totally watch yeah, some of would. that. Yeah, you would. Like but that's you have a map weird. And you could be like, let's go to Iowa. And then you'd find an Airbnb and it's a live cam. <laughs> and they don't know. So every time, I've only stayed in an Airbnb like two times, three times. I haven't stayed in them very much. I'm I'm way more, I would rather stay in a hotel. And I'm yeah. team hotel. Because every time I stay in an Airbnb, I'm like, this family has cameras. That or how good is the cleaning service that comes through here? Or did they just come and make the beds? Like, truly, did, what did I, they do? I worry about clean? that with hotels sometimes, too. Yeah. Hotels, I think we all have that question of, like, you know, is this I have a trust issues staying anywhere that's not my own house, truly. If, if you have kids, the Airbnb has become the game changer because kids in hotels is a scary thing, especially if you're at a hotel where, like, everyone's having romantic getaways and you're there with your toddler. We've had that. And like when he starts crying, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're oh, gonna get a call. Oh, because you're all sharing walls, yep. and your kids are yeah. if they're making noise. So if you're in an Airbnb, plus you're stuck in the same room. Yeah. Which if you do have a baby is a nightmare because if you got to put your baby down at seven or eight, and then you just have to be as quiet as humanly possible, and you can't do anything because the baby's asleep. But the continental breakfast hits different. Because Airbnbs don't mm. offer that. Airbnbs don't have a waffle machine. I'm fine with Well, they probably have a waffle yeah, maker. But not, you just got to make it yourself. Yeah, but they, but it's like their waffle maker. It's not the cool industrial one where you flip <laughs> it and you get the little the little cup with the little hose on it. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Mm-mm, I've read way too many, you know, revealing stories about Hotel Continental Breakfasts that I'm good never eating a Continental Breakfast again. I Ever? can take it or leave it. Yeah. So... You've got a lot of life to live, and you're now swearing off continental breakfasts? I didn't say I'm swearing it off. I just said I could go the rest of my life. Like, it's not a game changer for me. So to you, when you book a hotel, you don't ask them 20 questions about the breakfast. You do? Yeah, that's how I grew up. My dad would be like, yeah, but what's the you got what's bacon? The spread? Bacon or sausage links? Bacon or sausage links? <laughs> bacon? 
No, thank you. No, I mean, we'll I'll, I'll eat else. it, but I'm just, I'm, that's not like my top yeah. priority. So I'm okay with Airbnbs yeah. or Vacasas or VRBOs. Oh, there's like nine apps yeah, now. I know. And there, there's nine apps. Now, I, I have a friend that he does Airbnb so much, he'll even do the ones where he just gets a room. So he'll go to someone's house and just use the bedroom. That I won't do, but getting like a full house for friends, for family, for family reunions, whatever. Sure. I, I rented an Airbnb for a bachelorette party. And that was yeah, nice. That makes we more all sense than a hotel, especially if, if it's a party. And then mm-hmm. because there's nothing more annoying if you're just trying to have a regular hotel stay and then you got party animals beside yeah, you. Right. So I understand the benefits, but I'm, I'm still going team hotel. Shout out to the hotel waffle makers. Those are industrial pieces of art. And how can you get one? Yeah. Joey's in the market for no, one. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want one, honestly, because I feel like it would take away the, the nostalgia from me when you go to a hotel no, and you, you have a waffle machine. You bought a Belgian waffle maker a couple years ago and used it once. Yep. Not worth it. It's Joey and Lauren. That is uh, the Monday debate. You're listening to Joey and Lauren in the morning. Time for your uh, Joey life hack today. This is good. And this is good advice, I think, for me especially. If someone introduces themselves to you and their name makes you think of a funny joke, they've already heard it a thousand times. Don't say it. Yeah. Oh, like if someone's name is Dorothy like, and you're like, there's yeah. no place like home. Oh, or are you totally. not in Kansas anymore? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Dorothy <laughs> or um, like Bob or you Bob the Builder. No, I know what it is. We one time had someone join us on the show to play a game and her name is Marsha. And you went, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And I I'm know, like, I know, I know, I know. I bet she hears that constantly. Yeah. Uh, yes, seriously. By the way, we just got a message that says, are you guys doing a gender reveal? We will do a gender reveal, I think. We're, we're still working out the plans here. We're trying to figure out if we're going to do a gender reveal on the show, if we're going to just do, do it on social media. Or both. Or everything, all of the above. Um, we will get to that eventually. But we still don't know the gender. Uh, that is a question we it's get all the time. It's been very delayed, okay? Our <laughs> baby's stubborn, and then we had to move appointments, and it's just been a long But we're not doing a surprise either. We're not, like, that's the thing. We're not, right. We're not like, uh, going to wait. A lot of people think, oh, it's because you guys are waiting till the end. I can't handle that pressure. I have a friend who, they also have a little boy, and she's also pregnant and also do the exact same day as we are, which is just funny. None of that was planned, but she and her husband are not finding out. It is going to be a complete and total surprise. But what's crazy is the doctor's office she goes to, they have like a a portal online where you Mm -hmm. can look at your records. The gender is on there. So she says, all we have to do is log in whenever we want and we can go see. see But she's like, nope, we're waiting until baby's here. Talk about the pressure there. I wanted to bring this up. I think like the last four or five shows we've done. And every every time I'm like, all right, I'm going to talk about it. And then I go, no, it'll be fixed. It'll be fixed. I need to know the thought process behind people not flushing the toilet at public restrooms. I do not understand it. Well, hang on. What, what do you mean? So you go into a so, stall and it's clearly well, and there's stuff in there. This is more for men's met restrooms because I feel like the ladies' restrooms, so the toilets mostly get flushed. It's We're talking mm, about the urinals. For whatever reason, in the last week and a half, no one is flushing the urinal at our, at our office except for me. And it just... It reeks in there. It oh reeks. My, I know. Okay, gross. So, no, I just want to know. Do you? I am at least in men's restrooms. I, in my experience, when I go to a public restroom, and let's say I'm going somewhere that's pretty busy, so it's a Friday night at a restaurant or it's a at a at a game. I've been at a football game and it's packed. More often than not, I see people that don't flush the urinal than do. And I don't know what the and thought you, process you is. you witness this happen. Because I was going to say, if you walk in and it's not flushed, maybe they thought they flushed no, no, no. it or it was All the broken. Time. Or- when I go to, like, Ugh. when I, uh, we went to a movie not that long ago and I, I went to the bathroom and it was right after the movie. So it's it's packed, right? And it's just, it's a wall of 
urinals, and there's a ton of people there. And probably out of ten of us, there were three that flushed. What? And I just that don't. That is mind blowing. What is the thought process? So I mean, I don't know what it is. Is it a germ thing? They don't want to touch it with their hand. Well, that's what's tough with urinals, because isn't it? It's at like shoulder height. Like, where's the flusher at? It is not at shoulder height, because then you're. If it was at shoulder height, then no, like no, no. You're, where's the flusher at? Oh, the flusher's at like uh, torso, like your ch- torso, like, yeah, right, right? right at your chest. Okay, yeah. so maybe that is maybe it's a sanitary thing, which is weird. But because like um, women's restrooms with a, just a regular toilet inside a stall, I always flush with my foot. Always yeah, flush, flush with my foot. the foot or your elbow. But you can't really do that with no, no. the urinal. You're going to be doing a karate <laughs> kick and then you're going to fall on the, your back and it's not going to be good. That's weird. I just, I don't get it. And I'm really frustrated because this, I mean, it's, it, I am, I'm not using it anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's so gross. And I don't understand. Because <laughs> you don't want to look at it. And I, I wanted to, I've wanted to bring it up in the office, but I'm like, I don't even know if people care or am I going well, crazy? And, and also, hang on. We are in a building with multiple businesses. So it could be not one person go that knock we work on their with. Door. It just, doesn't, it's probably not any of the employees here. It could be somebody in a totally different business. I'm going to put a sign up and just says, flush the toilet. I do not get it. Or maybe we just need to pay for the automatic flusher because it's blowing my mind and I don't understand. But clearly, you're not going to help. You well, don't have any. No, I have no advice for you other than. you flush. I flush. Yeah. I am a civilized human being. But okay. I will say you would, you'd be surprised at how gross women's restrooms can be. Really? Yeah. They're not as, uh, you don't, just because we're all ladies doesn't mean it's clean in there. <laughs> There have been many times where I've walked in and there's there it's not flushed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's it's gross. Yeah. I just please, if we could do something to better ourselves, flush the toilet. And if you are worried about germs, do it with your elbow. And if you're wearing a t-shirt, grab the underside of your t-shirt and touch the handle. It's <laughs> or grab gonna a be tissue. okay. Grab, grab paper yeah, towel or, or something. Tissue. Yeah. Use your knee or something because it just drives me nuts. So I'm done using public restrooms in this office. So I can't drink anymore. Can't drink water. Can't drink. <laughs> Red Bulls or anything, I'm going to just go totally dry so I don't have to use it. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. It's Joey and Lauren. It's that awkward moment, man. And uh, food poisoning is legit. Have you gotten food poisoning before? Yes, and it is horrible. It's bad, right? Yeah. I so worked, bad. I worked at a restaurant. We had one guy, and I don't even think this is possible, but like eight uh, at the restaurant came back like literally seven minutes after he just no. got in his car. And it doesn't work like that, but it it's takes, a real thing. It takes time. I don't yeah. know exactly how long. It whether takes it's time. 12 hours, 24 hours, three I hours. I, I don't know. Be, I don't know. I've, I've had some stuff where maybe like a is. couple hours later I'm not feeling good. Right. Uh, how about giving someone food poisoning? That is what Anthony is here to tell us about because that is awkward. Uh, he joins us now on that awkward moment. All right, Anthony, you gave people food poisoning. Congratulations. I like. I don't even know how to say that. Thank you. I, I gave my office food poisoning. Yes. Uh, so, okay. like every, like how many people are we talking that actually got sick? From Ten thousand. <laughs> no, no, it's a small office. Okay. It's a okay. small business. Uh, about a dozen people got sick. And you're sure it was you? I mean, tell us the story. But are well, you sure yeah. it was you? So we had this. We had this happened a couple of days ago. We had this potluck dinner, uh-huh. and uh, usually I just. I just grab a pizza or, or something like that and bring it in. And I thought, you know what, this time I'll do something different. I'll actually make something. Okay. And so I made, I made this chicken dish. It was my first time doing it. And I made this chicken dish and I, and I brought it in and the, you know, and everybody brought in their own food. Yeah. And then like at the end of the day, I'm at home and then I get really sick. I mean, I start throwing up oh, and, ugh. 
I'm on the toilet. I, you know, <laughs> I would get too graphic, but yeah, 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 let's just say it was a, it wasn't nice. Yep. And then I realized it's like the only thing I ate at the potluck was my dish. So I had this feeling that it was like. Some, it like was that, my yeah. chicken yeah, like, gave me food poisoning. I come in on Monday, a couple people not there, and then the ones that are there said that they got violently ill over the weekend, too. So I'm thinking, You're oh, like, man. Huh, interesting. Uh, you know, I, yeah, like that's weird. <laughs> it is weird. Then it gets even worse. So my boss, he wants to make sure that everything, everybody's fine. Yeah, 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 sure. Watched, he launches an investigation to find out what happened. <laughs> what? Would well, that no. make sense? I mean, if your yeah. whole office got sick, I would look into some things, and especially it's stomach flu. It's not like the cold or something. Okay, so he does this, and then and then what happens? <laughs> Through process of elimination, he realizes that the one thing that everybody ate was my chicken. <laughs> so I get called into his office and said, "We pretty we've we've narrowed it down to that your chicken." <laughs> Gave everybody food poisoning. So is that and and he's like, you know, he basically said, why don't you just stick with the pizzas next time (laughs) and don't try to cook for everybody. And now it's gotten around the office that it's my chicken. So people are angry with me, not only the (laughs) ones who got sick, but some people got so sick they had to take time off. So they're mad that they had to stay on a sick day or two because of me. Yeah. So I tried to do something nice, and I made everybody sick. And now not everybody doesn't hate me, but now nobody's ever going to eat anything I bring into the office again. Oh, yeah. I know our HR people love, uh, like, listen to our show a lot. And so if they're listening, can we get a ruling on can your boss call you in for bad chicken at a potluck? Yeah, like, or can did you, you get written up for that? Yeah, I mean, I, what? Oh, sorry, I, I didn't get it to an internal temperature or whatever it's supposed to be, 165 also, degrees. Also, can you be banned from future potlucks? Yeah. Because I could see an I employer being Anthony. like, you're no longer allowed to bring anything. That's got to feel weird when your boss is like, you get called into the office about bad chicken. Now, is your boss personally scorned? Did he get sick too? He got sick as well, oh, but awesome. he I'll, I'll admit that he was pretty he was pretty cool about it. He knew it wasn't intentional. He knew I was trying to do something nice. Yeah. Um, uh, basically said, yeah, be careful next time, <laughs> and if you're not sure, just bring in a pizza or or, or order so you know yeah. Uber eats it and, Pot- and have food are, brought are in. dangerous. Some potlucks I've been to, it's like you got to be careful. You go all in on one dish, and you could be you, you know you I, could bite oh, you later. Yeah. I feel so good at potlucks when I see something that looks store-bought or like a half and half, but when someone is just straight-up casserole dish, they just made it, it's been sitting around, I'm a little worried. Also, Anthony, not a good time to ask for a race. You just got your boss sick. (laughs) You're going to have to let it it cool. And here's what you do. Next potluck, you need to blow their socks off. So I'm thinking prime rib. Like, you, even if you order it from a restaurant. (laughs) You're going to have to. Bring in prime rib and some au jus and blow their socks (laughs) off to bounce back. But uh, that is awkward, man. Thanks for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, That's great. That's Anthony on that awkward moment, man. 68719, you could text us. Have you ever. your whole office food poisoning. And this is different than having a cold or obviously everything going around, passing that on. We've all been there, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, now contact tracing thing, that's like the thing to do. The thing to do is when you get sick, you find out who who got you sick. And you got to get grilled with 80 questions to find out. But to make something that gets people sick, that stinks. Mm -hmm. One time. Especially because they all enjoyed it so much. There is one story of a time involving chicken 
And so I was at a dinner and they said, stop eating. I realized I really screwed up. And I'll tell you about that. Uh, We'll get to your answers too. 68719. You can call us. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. It's Joey and Lauren. It's that awkward moment. Um, I don't know if we're going to get many people that have uh, given somebody food poisoning. Certainly not intentional. Uh, Anthony just joined us moments ago, and recently they had a office potluck, and he had undercooked chicken and literally got uh, a bunch of people sick yep. in his office. Yep, he served undercooked to chicken his to boss, everyone. His boss <laughs> called him into his office, which is really interesting. I, I still don't know the HR, if that is a violation, yeah. because, I mean, Did it's not a work they thing. they launched an investigation well, to figure out why everyone got sick? I think the word investigation seems serious, but I will say... <laughs> If we found out a bunch of people were sick with something, I think our boss would be like, well, let me do some digging and figure out what's going on. Ends up being Anthony's chicken. Uh, Megan is with us now on the show. She did not necessarily get people sick, but she uh, made a whoopsie with uh, food that she brought to something. Hello, Megan. Hey. Oh, my gosh. I'm still so embarrassed about it. (laughs) I feel for Anthony so much. Yeah. What did you Uh, do? I poisoned a baby shower. I guess maybe you okay. poisoned a baby shower. Yeah. That's even worse. Please I mean, explain. <laughs> I don't like baby showers anyway, but I was going, and they told me to bring a fruit tray, so I got one at the supermarket. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say the name. Yeah, um, sure. it was just you know, there it was, and off I go. So I grabbed it, took it to the thing, but I look at my tray that they've been eating off of this whole time, and the bottom layer is moldy. Oh, and moldy fruit. They've man. been Crap. eating it. Oh, no. I, you know, it's moldy fruit. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know what to do. I, did, I, I was, I thought maybe just dive on it and <laughs> nobody will notice. But that nice. seemed awkward, too. So, I, like, I just tried to snatch it away. Yeah, I feel for you, Anthony, because yeah. you oh, don't really want to accidentally well, poison Megan, a whole bunch Serving of yeah. moldy fruit you know what, though? And, I think it being store-bought helps you because then it's not like you weren't doing your due diligence. You bought it, bottom layer. You know, and I, I don't know how fruit works, but if there's one moldy strawberry next to one that's not, I think the one that's not is totally fine. I'm sure, you know, it doesn't have green hair growing on it. Well, Megan, wow. thanks for the call. Uh, we appreciate it. They already think I'm a loser. They already think I'm like that weird one who can't cook or do any of the girly stuff. <laughs> and here I bring something and poison them. Well, so. at least Yay. you've recovered now, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Megan. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, that is so good. I, you know what? I was at a hotel years ago, and I remember picking up like an orange, and right as I'm, like, going to go to unpeel it, I, like, flip it over and just green mold, man, all over it. So I was telling you about this. I I said I wanted to tell this chicken story. So years and years and years ago, uh, it was me and my friend, and we were at a family's house of a friend of ours, and he, for the first time ever, the dad was, like, homemade fried chicken, going to do it himself. And so I was so excited, right? I mean, who doesn't want homemade fried chicken? And so we're sitting there and everything, and, like, I take a drumstick, and I just bite into it, right? First time he's ever done it. Yeah. Taking my bite, it's just bloody. Oh, no. And it was just, and then, like, I realized, like, <laughs> it was bloody. So I was like, oh, okay. And and I didn't want it. There's, like, 12 people at this dinner. So I just kind of set it to the side, and I'm clearly not going to eat any more of the chicken. And then I look over at my friend, and he takes a bite. Same thing. Bloody and undercooked. And we're all Like, that's there. really yeah. undercooked. Yeah. Oh, oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, it was it was bad. It was undercooked chicken. Yeah. So we're sitting there. Five minutes go by. Ten minutes go by. And some people are eating their chicken. Most people aren't. And finally the dad. And it's like at the head of the table. This is years and years ago. I think I was like right in maybe high school or college. The dad sits down and goes, stop eating the chicken, guys. 
my bad. I don't want to <laughs> get... I'm glad he owned and, it. And, and, yeah. Because some, some could be so stubborn. Oh, like, exactly. And that's how he was before. Before, he uh, yeah. was like Chef Boyardee's like, I'm home making fried <laughs> chicken. It's going to be great. And the, the look on his face of Shut guilt. Up, and he just ew. goes, everyone drop the chicken. Don't eat any more. I realized I screwed up, and yeah, I'm sorry. I went to a barbecue. It was a family barbecue once, and the person manning the grill was like, oh, I'm the grill master, right? And the, he's he's handing yeah. out burgers left and yep. right, and I bite into mine. And it was, I mean, burgers are a little better than yeah, chicken. It's, it's, you yeah. can eat them, and it's still a little red or pink or whatever. But it was like purple on the inside. I mean, it was completely oh, raw. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not eating this. And I don't know if anybody else ate it, but I threw mine away. I was like, yeah, no The thanks. thing that's so weird, there's there's the pride factor. When you make, especially for a lot of people, the more people you make food for, the bigger your pride is to you know, knock it out of the park. And when it's overcooked or undercooked, no one wants to admit it. It's down. You feel yeah. so guilty. It's like the scene from Christmas Vacation. Like, no one's saying anything about yeah. the turkey, but they're all <laughs> thinking it, right? So, oh, my word. That's amazing. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time for the five-second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's play five-second rule. Today's contestant is Brandy. Brandy, what's going on? Um, taking my daughter to school and she wanted me to call. Oh, I love it. Oh, you good. Know what? I love it. So this is a double team on us then, both of you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is your daughter's name? Her name is Kaylani. She's eight years Hi. old. Hi, Kaylani. Hi, Kaylani. All right. All right, guys. So here's what we're going to do. We're all going against each other. How five second rule works is you have five seconds to name three things in the category we give you. All right. Okay. Okay. So Lauren. Uh, let's have you start, and okay. then we'll go uh, with Brandy, and then we'll go with me. Does that sound good? Sounds good. All right, here we go. All right, I'm ready. Uh, so Lauren is on the hot seat first. Lauren, you have five seconds to name three things that smell good. Um, perfume, flowers, fresh baked bread. Okay, yeah. Uh, pizza. That, that one's pretty pretty good, pretty easy. So, all right, one point for Lauren. Okay. Should we go Brandy and Kalani? Yes. All right, you two. You have five yeah. seconds to name three ice cream toppings. Sprinkles, whipped cream, gummy bears. Boom. Ooh. Oh, gummy bears. Yes. The only problem with that that I have is they get hard because they're cold on the ice cream. Yeah. But a lot of people love that. But I'm like, man, I need a more gummy. Yeah, I, I always get so stressed out when I go to the like uh, those frozen yogurt places. There's too <laughs> the many toppings. options. Yeah, I'm like, I can't, I can't decide, and I never get it right. Nice job, guys. Okay, Joey, five seconds to name three lotions. Uh, cocoa butter and uh, sweet petunia in a baby's <laughs> breath. Sweet petunia and or sweet. I what's was it called? Thinking brands of lotion like Jergens oh, or Saint Ives or Dove. Or <laughs> I don't know what would have been better. It, what's it, sweet pea? That's what I was thinking of. Isn't there a sweet pea and cucumber a, or something? It's a sweet pea is a scent. Oh, sweet petunia. <laughs> oh All right, so both of you guys have a point uh, in round one. Let's go okay. to round two. Lauren, name three items in a kindergartner's backpack. Um, crayons and a coloring book and blocks. Blocks. Ooh, blocks. What do you think, Brandy? Do you think when... Or Kaylani, do you yeah. know, you know, when you were in kindergarten, did you have blocks in your backpack? No. No, didn't think so. Kaylani <laughs> didn't. It. What right? are you keeping your backpack when you're five? Who brings blocks to school, right? They got blocks at the school. Daniel Tiger does. He brought his favorite red block because he wasn't sure if there would be one at school. Oh. <laughs> I remember that episode. All right. So, Brandy and Kaylani, if you guys get this right, you win, all right? Okay. Kay. Ready? Big moment. Here we go. All right, you guys. Name three 
luxury automobiles. BMW, Audi, Mercedes. There it is. She's like, I got one of each in the garage. Kaylani, you're going to have a Mercedes by your 16th birthday, it sounds like. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right. um, We can go for me just for fun, but they win. Name three blonde actresses. Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Cameron Diaz. That's all I got. Is Jennifer Aniston, Aniston blonde? Dirty blonde, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, whatever. I for Either two. way, you lose anyway. Randy and Kaylani, you guys win. You go a perfect two for two. We're going to hook Thank you guys you. up, all right? Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Joey and Lauren in the morning. What's up? It's Joey and Lauren, and uh, I always get a little nervous when Lauren goes, so there's this uh, girl from The Bachelor. There's this girl. There's this guy from The Bachelorette, and uh, <laughs> and uh, they were on Instagram last night. So so apparently, it's an you, interesting story. Yes, I'll say but that. I, when you did tell me, it has to do with like naming of kids and middle names and all that stuff. I find that very interesting because we are right in the middle of that. We still don't right. know if we're having a boy or a girl, but we have a girl name picked out. We have no idea about a boy name. Yeah. No idea. We've already used the boy name that we liked. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, I've uh. never, I've never planned on having more than one boy because I only had one boy name picked out. So yeah, this story it it kind of boggles my mind a little bit, and I briefly read it. It's about Ashley. I think her name's Ian Canetti is her last name. Not that anybody cares, but Ashley and Jared are this couple from the Bachelor franchise. They're having a baby. Before we before we dive into this, how many Bachelor or Bachelorette contestants do you follow on Instagram? I don't follow as many as you think. Probably six. Lies. What? Lies, lies, lies. There's no way. I mean, I'm going to have to do a deep dive and search. I can't do it right now, but I bet you it's less than 10. I bet bet you follow 50 of them. I bet you follow 50. (laughs) Five, zero. You always have stories about them. All right, go ahead. You're making me choke. It's less than 10. All right, I yeah, guarantee. Okay. All right. Now, that doesn't mean I don't go search them out and see what they're doing because I'm too lame. Which to is know. worse. Follow. Just follow them. <laughs> Instead of searching for them, that makes you seem Anyways, more of a Anyways, Ashley and Jared are having a baby next oh, month. Oh, I can't wait. She, they went on live somehow and they announced what the name of their baby is going to be. Instead of waiting until baby's here, they did this whole oh, man. clickbait, like, uh, thousands, we're announcing, you know, whatever. Care, yeah. So she has decided she's always wanted to name her baby Dawson, and not after Dawson's Creek, but after Jack Dawson, who is the fictional character from Titanic. Oh, good. The guy that dies at the end. Yes. So Dawson is going to be the name of their baby. But the middle name is going to be, I think she said Dimitri, but she's always wanted the middle name uh, Dominic after her dad. Very special to her. And so Dominic was going to be the name, but they're not using Dominic because her sister who is not married, I don't think she's in a relationship, uh, not expecting a baby anytime soon, does not have children, mm-hmm. Is has already reserved the name Dominic for her oh, future yeah, kid's middle yeah, name. Got it, got it, got but it, got it. We a, live a this. A middle name, not even just the first name. And so I thought this was so peculiar to me. I'm like, people can reserve middle names, and she is totally fine with it. She's like, oh, my sister, she's already reserved the name Dominic for a middle name, so we're not using that. And I'm like, is yeah, it reserve, I, I mean, have like the same middle name? Like we have had, we've had this discussion where people in our family have reserved, and it's not even reserved, but they've just they've made it known. Man, we really want a boy, and we want to name him Carter, or we really want a girl, and we want to name her Danielle. 
but middle name, reserving mm-hmm. a middle I name. I know, that's isn't the, that weird? I mean, eventually, well, you got to have a laundry list out of all the names you have reserved. So we went through this a little bit with my brother, yep. and everything's fine. Like, we didn't have any beef about Are it. Are you sure you want to call him but out? But our son's middle name is Robert, okay? Yeah. And Robert is after my late grandfather, who who passed away just after our, our son was born. Mm-hmm. Robert was the name we wanted as a middle name. I didn't think anything of it, but my brother was also having a baby boy at the same time. Like, they were due, like, a week apart from us. And when he found out that we were going to use Robert as a middle name, he was kind of a little irked by it. Because he's yeah. like, well, that's the middle name we're going to use. And it, it just blows my mind. So I'm like, middle names? Like, that doesn't matter. So the boys, by the way, both have the same middle name, and it's fine. We're fine. We, we owned it. We said, now we're going to do the middle name. And you so do the did they. Name. And it's fine. Also, like, it's a middle name. I forget our son's middle name half the time. Like, I <laughs> I think in, my, in, in our son's life... I think I've said his middle name five times, and probably three of those times were on the phone with a doctor registering yep. him for whatever. It's a very overrated thing to, to get upset about because you realize you rarely, rarely use the middle name unless you're the couple that names their kids something, but they go by the middle name. This you know? is interesting because yesterday we were talking to a coworker we have named Mostyn, and he was telling me uh, his story about his name, right? Because Mostyn's kind of a unique name, but it's his... Gosh, I don't want to get this wrong. I think it's his father's middle name, and th- it is a tradition mm, that mm-hmm. you name your eldest son or, or, or a child. You just got to name a child, Mostyn, or you got to have it either as the first or middle name. How do you feel about that where it's like, hey, you've got to name a kid this name, or you've got to put somehow to keep the tradition alive? I would have is a problem with foul? it. That's if what I'm I not, said. He's like, no, it's family. It's You got to do it. If I'm not in that family, though, like if I marry into a family and they're like, Every member of our family has to start with the letter L. Yeah. Like, they all have to be L. That would be a concern for you. I might be you. like, well, I don't know how I feel about so what that. So if, what if I said, like, my dad's name is Kip, right? That's my dad's name. Just Kip, K-I-P. There's no, it's not short for anything. What if I said to you, we have to have a son named Kip? Yeah. We have to. I, I actually like the name Kip. So that's okay. Like, I, We're going to do I, it. If it's a boy, I it's like going to be Kip. Name, but I don't know. I would probably want to use it more as a middle name. Or what if I said, like, uh, you know, our, our our first child is a boy. What if I said, got to be Joy Jr. He has to be Joey Jr. Yes, you know, Jr. I have a problem with that. So you would, yeah, I okay. would have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't I don't like that. Okay. So so how do we feel about same middle names? Does it? I, no, I, I'm done with this, uh, the whole middle name. First right. Thing. Whatever you want to name your child, you name your child that name. And if your sister, if your brother, if they have a kid with the same name, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? You're saying first name even. Yes. Okay. Yes. If well, we want to name our kid Jack and your brother has a son named Jack, I'm sorry. I'm going to name my kid Jack. I don't care. You do it. Okay, and they can well, change their name later. Tell us how you really feel. I know, man. Oh, gosh. Uh, and let me end with get off my lawn. <laughs> Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.